Hello, humans. I'm Allison Crow, the host of um, what's my podcast called? The Wild Edge of Being Human. It's a podcast for business owners. And I'm here with one of my mentors and teachers, Chris Seidel. Um, she is the wild heart queen of creative juices arts. And there's a lot of things I could have had Chris on to talk, but I specifically asked her to have a conversation about becoming crone. And I'd like to add the little caveat in the context of being a business owner, because to me, that's one of the intersections. Uh, that's when I called you and said, I need a crone session. And it yes. was in the context of being yes. a business owner. So yes, yes you know, right. we mm-hmm. go here, but also, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I have, here's some words I have written down that um, I'd love to play in at some point and we'll see what zings with you. So I wrote crone, menopause, business, reinvention and I, I think that's where I want to start with you yeah the reinvention because part. because yeah. you have had a long career also practice I mean hello practice hello anybody practice you've had a really long career and whether life has reinvented you like um, COVID did with taking things out of right but also I'm so curious about any personal reinventions that come to mind for you. Great, great, great. Well, it's interesting because you had the list, you know, so what? It was crown, menopause, reinvention, and business. So I'm going to talk to all four of those. (laughs) Yay! Yeah! Yay! (laughs) Because it's it's interesting. So I'm 70 now. Um, I just turned 70 in September. I'll be 71 Mm -hmm. coming up soon. And uh, when I, so I've been in business for 45 years. So I started Mm -hmm. off as a psychotherapist. I actually started off as a body worker. So I was a massage therapist and then a breath work person. And then I ran groups and workshops and then a psychotherapist. And then when I was 42, I started Creative Juices Arts. But I didn't really have much of an online presence until I was 55. So, so that was a huge reinvention for me because everything that I had done before that had been in person, you know, I mean, I still did Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff in person after that too, but, um, you know, and that's when a lot of people are starting to wind down and I was just winding up. (laughs) So I, um, you know, I started getting online and developing like a presence online and that's when I started my teacher training program I started that Mm -hmm. when I was around 55 so that was a huge reinvention you know I mean so the reinvention part always includes it's not like oh all of a sudden I became a plumber you know it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) but you never know well you never know it could happen Right. I mean, it might not be plumber, but yeah. <laughs> right, right. But I really went from, you know, I I really went from this kind of very um, 
very, the word that comes to mind is parochial. I don't know why that word's coming to mind, but it, it was small. I mean, it was a smaller mm-hmm. kind of a, a pond that I was swimming in. Um, yeah. It was local. It was a local pond, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so then when I, when I started getting into the online world, that opened up my world incredibly in terms of the work that I do, in terms of the people that came to work with me, mm-hmm. you know, um, I developed a presence that wasn't just in the Bay Area. I mean, it was across the United States and then it was mm-hmm. international and, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. So that was, um, that was a really fun time. It was really exciting. And I knew nothing about any of that when I got started. Um, <clears throat> I got really curious about certain people and how they were doing, um, how they were showing up online and how they were doing marketing. And I reverse engineered a lot of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I did very, I was talking about this with my husband the other day and I was like, you know, I did very little, I didn't, I didn't receive a lot of coaching. I just kind of like looked at things and figured out what other people were doing. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I can work this backwards and really understand it, you know. Right. And 15 years ago, there weren't a lot of, um, like, I remember coming online because I left my corporate and I had a non-compete which was everybody in my city. Oh, wow. And, and <laughs> right. Right, I was at a company of 105,000 people, and there were two of us from that company online. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. At least on Facebook, right? And so yeah. there weren't that was it. Yeah. people saying, here's how to build your six-figure business online. Right. We, I That's wasn't even right. thinking, just mm-hmm. one day she sent me a referral mm-hmm. from Nashville, and my brain was uh, like, yeah. oh, right. So same kind of thing. We just, I just was like, well, I know what we do offline. I think there's a way to do this here. We just don't have to leave the house or join the BNI group. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 And so it was really fun. It was really fun. And again, it was the, it was the early days, you know, it was, it was yeah, the early yeah. days of all of that. And there were some people that I did come across who I, I started following and they were talking about kind of heart-centered business mm. and how to, how to, you know, that really aligned with me because I've never been like, oh, a hard sell business person. I've never been in any kind of a business where I had to do that and it doesn't fit with who I am anyway. Mm-hmm. And so this was like, oh, I can show up as who I am, essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. this was the message that I was mm-hmm. getting, you know, I can be myself, I can, um, open my heart. I can invite people in. I can play with them. And so the whole thing was really fun. <laughs> and it and it also, it really worked. I mean, I, it helped my business to grow. So both things were really true, you know, and that was post-menopause. So mm-hmm. I started, I started, I was in perimenopause probably from the time I was 45 to 52 and then I was in heavy duty menopause from 52 to 55. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of flattened, you know, during that period. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. And we can talk about that. I mean, it's, I know you're kind of in the thick of it and it was not a fun time. <laughs> well, my period menopause started at 38 oh, and I am, oh. I'm on that edge of like my estrogen stops and then it starts back. Like I'm on the stop start yeah, you know, stop thing. start of the yeah. next phase, but yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that part. I mean, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But, but yeah. <clears throat> so I basically stopped bleeding when I was forty-eight, and then yeah, 
Um, and then I kind of, I was kind of like coasting along. I mean, it wasn't fun. And then when I hit 52, I was like, whoa, I fell off a cliff. So for those oh. three years, I was still, I was still working and doing my thing, but I was really struggling. And then the postmenopausal zest kicked in. I mean, it's a thing. Yeah. It's really I know. a thing. <laughs> I, you been on our call and I forgot yeah. what you called it, but I'm like, there's this thing and we don't know because we haven't hit it. But like, right. cause I'm, this is a lot of my peers yeah. and I are in this stage and yeah. there's either no information or overload of information. But the right. big thing is we're going, I don't feel normal. I don't feel normal. We're kind of grasping for yeah. the vitality that we once had. Right. And, and, and then there's the mental health that comes with all that physical. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, postmenopausal zest. Zest. Yes. I didn't make that up. That's a, that's the thing. No, you know? yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's a, uh, but it's all the things you're talking about, you know, because when I was in menopause, low energy, um, anxiety and depression, Mm-hmm. Um, hot flashes, uh, sleeplessness, and just feeling like who, who the fuck am I? Who is this person? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't recognize her any longer. Mm-hmm. And I kept, I mean, one of the things that was happening for me when I was in the thick of it, you know, when it was just really, really hard, I kept thinking, okay, when this is over, I'll go back. When this is over, I'll go back to what I was. And then I, halfway through, I realized, wait a minute, there's no going back. There's no going back. This is just about going forward into something else. <laughs> yeah, we got to meet the me that is right here, right now, today. Exactly. Exactly. I can't even, it's, it's so similar to the painting process because it feels a little useless to even v- vision. Yes. Um, because right. because I'm still getting to know the me, both physically and psychologically, that is here today. She's so yeah. new to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, so it's like, okay, if you just stay in the practice, the, whatever result that's going to happen will happen. So it's, yeah. it's very much like the painting process. It's very much but, like the painting process, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 It's being in the moment, following the energy. You know, um, kind of being present to what shows up, even though mm-hmm. it seems weird or you don't understand it, or it's like, what that, where the hell is this going to take me? You know, which is the painting process. So, yeah, so all of that was going on. Um, yeah. And then I came, then again, like I had this, this resurgence that was really, it was really fun. <laughs> I must say that I really enjoyed, you know, I mean, that period of, of my life, you know, that 15 years ago. And it went on for quite a while. So, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can wait for that because I, you, the advice you gave me. So, there, there was a, I don't, it was like a Saturday morning and I, I've come off to this date, the hardest year, actually the hardest 18 months of event after event, after event, after event, after event that happened to be while I was at the crux of examining my own trauma and coping mechanisms and then perimenopause and then diagnosed with ADHD. Yes. And so the inner, like I would talk to my, I had a therapist and a psychiatrist and I'd be like, we can't just take the meds and no, like there's intersection of all these things at once. This is, Right. You know, this is, it's not cut and dry, but no. I just remember, um, I just remember needing some grounding and I reached out and said, can I have a Crohn's session? Yeah. And I know that there are, um, women who've been this before 
And, um, but it was very important for me to have somebody like you who understood the responsibility that you have. And I know you work with your husband and, and yet you're the, you're the queen of this and Tim is a great support and a part of it, but you are the, Mm -hmm. the heavy Right. The response, and that's, I think that's the, the inner psyche Mm -hmm. thing that, um, my subconscious coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. were shedding. Um, and, and you facilitated that, um, you started that facilitation back in 2015 and 16, but then when the capacity was too much, my therapist did help me see, you know, this is not about my, this is about responsibility. Right, and so right. I wanted to talk with somebody who there is no option, but to make your business work. Well, exactly. That's right. That's right. Because, you know, Tim has really come on board with my business, yes. you know, uh, since 2014, that's when he really came on. So it's like nine years ago. But before that, I mean, you know, we were together and he had his job and, mm-hmm. you know, but my business was my business. And, you know, yeah. even though I was flattened, it didn't mean that I stopped working. You right. know, it didn't mean that I stopped providing services and that I didn't stop doing the things that I was doing. I just had to mm-hmm. navigate that and negotiate my way through that. Yeah. 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 And I I think that can translate to a lot of the people I've been talking to lately. And listen, uh, I realize that I have parts that come across as jaded. I'll just own it. Like, you know, when, Mm -hmm. when somebody has got a second glorious income and they're, you know, yeah, I'm so glad that you have that. And I don't. Right. (laughs) And sometimes people, sometimes I've had friends, especially look at my drive, which is part innate creativity, but then it's also, an honoring of this, like I get to do something I love. And then there's also a financial need. And that's right. 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 And and as we get older, I'm, I I walked out to my 2014 paid for hundred thousand mile truck the other day. And I just was like, you are the most gorgeous motherfucking vehicle I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And it's because she's paid for it. In the past, I used to buy new cars. Like I wanted things. and, And now I want to be able to make a choice and pay for my health care yeah. and my therapist and my hormone right. supplements right. and my <laughs> yes. art supplies right. and horse riding lessons. I could mm-hmm. give a rat's ass yeah. about the latest car, purse, or clothing mm-hmm. and, and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. The, so that's my, the priorities yeah. really shifted. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. like psychologically, do you remember some of what was the bullshit for you that fell off? I, I was joking before we went live. I was like, oh, becoming crone. That's when the bullshit goes. Like, you just mm-hmm. like, no more. Bu- I'm not available for bullshit. So do you mm-hmm. remember? And I say that affectionately, but do you remember any, like, any shift in the psychology of you that was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not carrying these loads anymore? <laughs> well, so that was really, you know, right around that time is also when the Wild Heart Queen was born. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't the wild hard queen before menopause. So that's mm. another thing to really think about, you know, like that I came into the bullshit that fell away was a certain um, low self-esteem, not fully believing in myself. Um, you know, I mean, I had, again, I was in the small pond and I was doing well and I had a good mm-hmm. reputation in my community, blah, blah, all the stuff, you know, it was a good thing. But there was, there was a, 
a shift for me in this whole online thing, you know, about coming mm-hmm. out into the world in a bigger way mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I had to let go of this other bullshit around um, mm-hmm. who I believe myself to be and who I believe mm-hmm. myself to be was, it was like never enough. I'm also a Virgo, you know, in terms of astrology, <laughs> you know, and so there's a lot of that, like, it's never good enough. It's never good enough. So that was something that I really had to shed, mm-hmm. you know, that was a big, mm-hmm. and there was also, um, there really was, I don't know, there was something about it just being more fun. So I, <laughs> So I was you having, are so fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. cry. I just yeah. Oh, honey. Go yeah, ahead. So, so it's good. It's up? it's I um I love it. Y'all get the secret. It's I just am touched a lot lately. Um and I obviously resonate with those, you know, we can have a certain level of success and you can, you know, you do. And, and y'all, Chris had a brick and mortar studio. I mean, it wasn't brick and mortar. It was wooden and it was adorable. Bungalow. It was a bungalow. A bungalow. But she had, it was a bungalow yes. she had, and you know, I, I don't know if a lot of these online owners don't know what it's like to carry the cost of, yep a hard place, a a brick and mortar business. And so you had that and then, and, and we can, I guess I'm at this space and my, like it almost happened overnight. It was all stirring and then the pot dinged and everything was so clear. And part of it is because I've been doing a lot of work to care for those heart, those parts that were, I didn't even realize how insecure they were. Right, um, right, right, because yeah. those coping skills—not not skills. I want to distinguish, as my friend Mark says, between mechanisms and skills. That's so skills are intentional, yeah. mm-hmm. and mechanisms are our childhood responses that have now become patterns. And right, right. I, I think you and I—you're not a substance user. You mm-hmm. and I had coping mechanisms that performed. <laughs> Oh yeah. We're good in the world. We wanted to care for other people and behave. And I haven't gotten through the whole book, but I started reading. um, I can't remember the author it's on. um, It's on one of my audibles, but it was like adult children of neglect. And it was like, there are five types and the fifth, you know, goes to the first four and how they manifest. And then the fifth one, it was like, and the fifth one becomes a professional caretaker. (laughs) And basically they're (laughs) fucked. Yeah. Oh, really? He he didn't use that term, but that's what I heard. And it was like, because their coping skills make them money, keep them connected Mm -hmm. in society, are rewarded, you know, people see, you know, all these other things. And so to be able to, to draw out your confidence. And for me, I call it taking off the mask, right? Those performance things. So that's, Mm -hmm. I just, I felt that and appreciate your sharing of, right. The, the, you know, I don't mean those parts are bullshit. I think, I think I'm having an experience right now. I, my head for, for, well, not recently, but for most of my life, until at least mid-40s, I was always told and really felt that I was wiser than my years. Mm. And today, mm-hmm. I feel so much younger. I mm. feel like I'm just now, yeah. like, I can mm. see where my head was yeah. cognitively wise before my years, but my body yeah. is delayed. Yes, yes. Um, 
And it's not, it's, you know, part of me is like, oh, it's just you. But I'm realizing there are so many of us. And I don't know if it's Gen X, you know, these, I saw you say something about the younger kids are doing so much better about perceived negative emotions. And yeah, yeah. And, you know, but the things that we were taught as children, Mm -hmm. as women, Mm -hmm. um, stay small, don't feel, be positive, serve a man. Right. (laughs) Um, All that. and, Mm -hmm. And all those. I like the way Gabor Mate says, yeah, you can do anything with your mind, but you need to understand that the world made your mind. And we talk about deconstruction in religion and deconstructionism in systemic racism. And so I'm also Mm -hmm. deconstructing Mm -hmm. the world that made that very insecure girl. That's right. And there's something else I really want to speak to, too, which is that when I was going through this 15 years ago, there was hardly any, there, there was only the beginning glimmers of the understanding of trauma. You know, yeah. there was yeah. not the, you know, I mean, I know that people, marginalized people or people of color or indigenous people, like they were very well aware of all the systemic abuses. But, you know, I'm right. a white woman. And yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I mean, you know, I always, always have been and still am. Um, and so that recognition of not only personal trauma, but mm-hmm. collective trauma mm-hmm. wasn't something I was dealing with 15 years ago. Yeah. So I think that, you know, for, for people like you, you know, you're at this, at this, you know, this crossroads at this crux point going through this transition in the face of this huge world transition where things mm-hmm. are falling apart in a way that, you know, so it was easier for me in certain ways to, you know, I'm not saying that it was easy. I mean, it wasn't easy, but I think it's just a different, a, a different context. And there is more a different um, context. Yeah. Our nervous systems simply have more information. Yes, and I always think right. of, I, and I think this is because of, you know, someone said, asked me in the last year, they said, are you intuitive? I said, listen, I used to think I was psychic, but I'm pretty just sure it's trauma brain. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 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 Exactly. This is the hypervigilance yeah, yeah. I live with. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. I right. see the patterns, I've always noticed, you know, it's like when I go into the grocery store, why, why is the grocery store overwhelming? Well, there's gazillions more bits of information in the grocery store That's that right. if I could put a thumbtack on my nervous system. And now mm-hmm. that we have, Listen, and I, I really appreciate how that you're online, and I, I, I love my online, right? I, I'm I'm not yeah. going to be one of those never do it, right. and but I just we have so many bits of stimulus to our nervous systems, yeah, so much more than we did 15 years ago. Oh yeah, and you know I really didn't. I was. I was developing a certain presence online, you know, like mm-hmm. I would do things like this, you know, people would interview yeah. me and I would participate in different things. And I would, I would offer classes through other people's things, but I didn't really come online in a big way until the pandemic. You know, I still maintained my in-person brick and mortar, yeah. you know, life um, yeah. because the online thing, it was helpful for me to get a kind of more visibility, you know, mm-hmm. for me and my work. And so I'm really grateful for that. And it was fun. But, you know, I was doing 14 live retreats a year. You know, I had my... my I was brain. always amazed at that. And oh, I know. I, I know. My, my brain was like, how... You know, but I went to work with you in 2015 and 16 was my yep. year with you. We were mm-hmm. live and in person. Yep. Um, 
I, I, Chris wrote the, the, um, what's that word called to the perimenopause, menopause, you know, brain, um, the forward. The forward in my book. And then the very yeah. first story I tell is the day of waking up at your retreat. Um, the day that what's his face became president. Oh yeah. And, that idiot. Yeah. Right. Um, so you were still doing personal, those in-person things yeah. at that time. And I just remember like the, A, they were already long, but then you were doing so many of them. I was aware of the physical effort that right. that took. Yes. Um, but you also had the demand for it. I did. I did. Yeah. Like, right. Like make hay. And, and I mean, I remember signing up with you and I was like, I don't need the business aspect of this. I just want to come and paint in the woods with the old ladies. Yep. That's right. I wanted, I wanted yeah. the wisdom of the, That was my crass way of saying, I wanted the wisdom. Yeah. Right. Um, and I might have been, I think Antoinette was a little bit younger than me, but mm. other than that, I might've been the youngest one in the room. Oh yeah, um, you might have been. I'd have to look at that yeah, roster. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know exactly, but um, right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. now you're mostly online. Oh yeah. Well, I started doing. I've done three in-person retreats since January of 2022. So I've, you know, I've started back up again. Yeah. You know, I found another yeah. retreat venue because that was the other thing. Like there was. <sighs> Oh my God, you know, my, the, the retreat that venue that you participated in with me at Mountain Home Ranch burnt to the ground in 2017. Burnt and to the fucking ground. The Every fucking last ground. bit of it. Yeah. Every last bit of it. I mean, it was just a Holocaust. Yeah. I mean, and the, they really weren't, they weren't just a retreat venue. Those people were like, like you and your husband would go on vacation there for years. That was, they were like yeah. family to y'all. They were too. family. So they it, were totally family. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just yeah. the facility that was lost, but yeah. No, no it was a that relationship. Was it yeah. was devastating. And, and there are a lot of things, you know, like that. And then COVID happened. And then I gave up my studio that I'd had for 25 years and, yeah. um, you know, lost ghost ranch, which was another place that I was teaching. And then there yeah. was a place I was teaching up in the mountains and lost that because the woman who wanted to die. I mean, it was just like all these different, you know, oh. it was, you know, I don't think people, I, I want to really acknowledge and I'm going to acknowledge you publicly and I wish I can say it was from a peace place of peace, but I'm also willing to let out my pissy parts. Like I, one of the things that I get so frustrated and amateur in is how little people realize how much it takes behind the scenes. Oh, and it's God. not just planning. It is the no. bullshit that happens behind the scenes or yep. the, they yep. change their mind or they say something or you you're like, okay, this one worked. Can we duplicate it? And they're like, right. Oh no, it's $12,000 more for next year. And right. like, yep. there's a lot of, so especially much. after COVID, the service yeah. industry is totally different and mm -hmm. way more expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. A, like, there's a lot of, for me, like, oh, wow, I'm going to have to really raise my prices if, if mm -hmm. I, you know, it's, I'm not just gratuitously trying to raise my prices. Like, no. there's way more cost involved. And so I just want to acknowledge that because I, unless um, people actually do it, you have no clue. You have and no clue. My brain sees, you know, my brain sees <laughs> no the front clue. of the scene, but yeah, but you the, know the behind the scenes. The yeah. Behind the scenes, I almost gave up twenty five thousand dollars this year, and I had a conversation with my psychotherapist who said, um, "This is causing you undue stress. 
my request is that you come to a decision either way, because I was going to refund money I had been paid that was already spent, mm-hmm. but I was just going right, to right, cancel right. it. And re- I was like, going to figure out, I'll just pull it out of my savings or give me a payment plan and I'll pay two people back every month or something. But it was right. literally, it was so stressful. I was considering unloading $25,000 from my yep. bank account to not yep. do the event. Right. And right. I'm not a drama queen. Oh, I know you're not. Yeah, yeah. It was right. So I just acknowledging Mm -hmm. that, you know, any part of this online world, it looks so easy to our clients and we want it to feel that we don't want them to feel the burden. No, but then at some point, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't. Right. No. <laughs> no, we wouldn't want it, and it's impossible unless you're in the thick of it. I mean, because it's like yes. when that when Mountain Home Ranch burnt down in 2017, I had a teacher training group that was scheduled to meet three weeks after the the fire. Mm-hmm. I had a whole that was, and I had a whole new cohort that was starting in 2018. So I'm there. I don't have a place to teach. I don't have you know, and so it's that whole scramble. And this happened over and over. Over and over yeah. again in so many different ways. And that's just and one of the things. it's not just logistic. You know? There's yeah, emotion. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, it's, again, the intersection between solving, I always yeah. say that there's the math side and then the inner, inner work. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. please, people, have your brain in your business. But also all your emotion, that, it's, it's just thick. Especially if you're highly sensitive and you're right, like, and That's you right. care. And over the years, right. I've had people say, well, right. why do you care so much? And then I'm like, how come you don't feel anything? <laughs> so oh, I, I appreciate you as oh somebody God. who feels yeah. and um, mm-hmm. has also yeah. transitioned through that. Yeah. Yeah, because it and is. It's not, just, like you said, just the logistics. I mean, it's incredibly stressful. And it is that thing, like, you know, I really care for my students. You know, yeah. I was talking about this again. Tim and I are always having conversations about the work, but... He was talking about how, like, I really bring love, and I know you do too. I actually really love my people. You know, I really yeah. truly love my people, and that there's a real. It's like how do you know being in that place of love and still having boundaries, you know, with mm-hmm. with your people. Mm-hmm. But you know, because I care for them, I don't want to just leave them in the lurch either. You know, and I really want right. to take care of them and provide for them in all the ways that I can. So yeah, that's a, a whole other level of the stress. My experience from then until now, from what I've, from the skills I am building through the deep work I've done, right, is love is not enough. You actually have embodied skills that demonstrate that love. So you have the love, oh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. have right. you have facilitation skills. Yep, up the wazoo, <laughs> and and have done. You can't have those facilitation skills without reconciling your own discomfort that's right that's right inside because otherwise your clients massive discomfort i mean the way you held um so i had a rejection sensitive dysphoria episode um at Mm -hmm. your event right and for me those episodes are certainly not cognitively planned i'm not known for being erratic like that and then but it only comes up in professional experiences right um i've had about four major ones over the last 10 years and the way i describe it is 
And and actually that time it was a teenager, but other times I've had the three-year-old show up and she takes over my whole body and my cognitive mm-hmm. wise self can see and notice and she's trying to calm, but it's like she's, she's behind plexiglass. Right, and so right. out came this raging teenager mm-hmm. and um, I... You know, normally my response is to fawn, but my response was to fight and flee. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I just remember you saying, you can be angry and you can, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm going to the airport. And you were like, it's okay if you want to leave. I hope that you don't, but it's okay if you do. And you just, you were so mm. compassionate, right? You, you, there was not an ounce of you did it wrong, Allison in mm-hmm. you that day mm-hmm. yeah. and that was yeah. the first time mm-hmm. ever that mm-hmm. I, my body remembers now mm-hmm. now before then listen it may have happened but I was so disassociated yeah. from my yeah. body yeah that that was the doorway mm-hmm. to this isn't just cognitive you can know all the things but mm-hmm. it is a it's an integrated skill mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to behave in compassion Mm-hmm. Yes. And holding yes. space. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And intention yeah. will not do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm yeah. aware now of, you know, I, I don't know all your trauma, but I, I, anybody that grew up without knowing about trauma, I guarantee you, everybody was neglected. And so, oh, yeah. At bare, yeah, yeah. you know, at bare minimum, we yes. have even, right. I remember a, a, a colleague of mine who's a therapist, um, He's actually a psychiatrist, and he was talking to me one time. He's like, do you have any childhood trauma? And at the time, I was like, I don't have any childhood trauma. And then I learned that neglect, you know, being a Gen X kid was. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I just, uh, I think this is one of the things I want to get through to, especially my listeners and the leaders. There's a lot of grown women who are wiser than their years, but they're having emotional eruptions or grinding Mm -hmm. that can no longer be shoved down and they didn't even know they shoved it down that's right and it's starting to interfere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then because we can't necessarily because it's so such a strong and quick reaction then comes the shame and the imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and then who Mm -hmm. am i to you know And what I'm learning now is that is, you know, the context of what we're talking about is actually a developmental phase. It is very much so. And and in my psychology books, which I have a master's degree in educational psychology, and I have an undergraduate degree in child psychology, the names are called something different, but that's what they are. They stopped at 25 and picked up at 55 with with, um, midlife crisis. Right. They did not talk about the developmental phases of adults. Mm-hmm. in this age and they certainly didn't talk about developmental phases of being a senior that's a whole nother conversation too that's but, a whole other conversation right that's right yeah right. and they weren't talking um, about menopause either <laughs> right well that's what i'm saying it's like yeah. so you know here we are like oh i'm just gonna go and live life and then all of a sudden the inside of your psyche starts living mm-hmm. you <laughs> and, yes. and when you're 20 and 30 years old we have the physical, mental, emotional capacity to disassociate and cut, cut it off. Right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, I also, it was the thing I could not do. I, I, I wasn't not going to deal with my stuff like you. I'm, I'm a, 
obsessed and in love with this thing called yeah. growth in life. And yes. uh, right. um, if you would go back, I know we kind of derailed, but that the bullshit you unloaded coming online, you said insecurity. Mm-hmm. I make up in my mind that in, in some ways you had to, it wasn't, I mean, it happened to coincide at the time, but if you, still had that insecurity, the online wouldn't have been as effective, right? Like it's not the tool of the time online met you at the moments you were also becoming more confident, right? right? Because I think there's a lot of people that use the tools and they're wondering why it's not working. And it really is an inner work journey. It's an inner work journey. That's that's what I'm making up in my mind. I did not know you then, but I, Mm -hmm. yes, it was new and it was helpful. And there's some inner work behind using that tool of online. Well, that's the thing, you know, I couldn't have met it if I hadn't already been doing yeah. that work. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it was a confluence of, you know, I was at that point in my life, I had done the work, you know, I was having postmenopausal zest, <laughs> you know, I was, um, I was ready and I had, but I had yeah. prepared to be ready too. And so then, and so it was a venue, it was like, oh, so it, it felt really good because mm-hmm. it, it really matched up with what I needed and was where I was, but right, you know, if I hadn't done that work, if I hadn't done that work around that shedding and that stepping into myself, and it was also, it was also happening along the way too. It's not like yeah. I just burst yeah. into the online scene, like fully healed. It was, just, I mean, it was the next yeah. growth evolution of, you know, the it, next progression right. of your it business. Was a progression. It was a progression. It was a progression of my business, but it was also a progression of my own personal growth. Yeah. Because it was the kind of thing where, I would try different things and I would stretch myself in certain ways. And so, you know, like you, I mean, I'm lifelong. I'm, you know, like I started doing personal growth. In fact, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and there was a kind of a, it was a place called the Sono Institute and they had yoga and different personal growth kinds of things. And it closed for lack of interest. And that's why I left Pittsburgh and came to California. It just wasn't available. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but yeah, so it is that thing. Like, I really took it on, too. I took on that journey as a journey. So, it was, it was a business yeah. thing. It was, making, it was helping me make more money, all, all those things, which was great. But it was one of the things that was so much fun about it and so exciting about it was that it was also an opportunity and an avenue for me to continue this personal growth work. Of shedding the bullshit, of allowing myself to be seen. You know, I remember, Mm. um, like, I I really claim myself as a writer now, but I didn't Mm. really, you know, I wrote copy, you know, before. Mm -hmm. But in terms of writing, you know, I've written a book now, and I've, you know, written hundreds. Oh, my book. We'll promote it. I'll tell everybody all the ways to work with you. And I have your book right here on my desk to talk about this. I love that. I love that. But, you know, I didn't, um, I really started writing in 2007, you know, so it was right around that same time. That was part of my evolution. And I can remember like being so terrified about, like I would write a blog post and then, you know, I would have to push send. I'd have to, you know, put it out Mm -hmm. into the world. And I would literally put my hand over my eyes. Oh, you're so cute. The button and then pretend somebody else wrote it. Like I had to do that in the beginning, you know, but I kept doing it. 
I can't, that was the thing, you know, I didn't let that old, um, mm, definition of me, identity, that old identity yeah. of me yeah. get in the way. <clears throat> and so the more I did those things, the more I grew, the more confidence I developed, the more fun it became. And it was, it was a, a continual, uh, yeah, it was a continual growth process for sure. It's a practice. It's, it's a total practice. Every, it's a total practice. Every, yep. You know, I, I wrote yeah. this morning about the horses and it's only my second time back on them. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this goes much faster if you do it every single day. Cause I was really <laughs> trying to get it into my, I was trying to kind of make some like rem- help my body remember by slowing down because it feels really, you know, what I think is sitting in the saddle ride is differently. And, right. and there's a different, um, and, and the person I'm working with comes from a therapeutic background. It's there's, yeah. it's, it's holistic. And, um, you know, I, I, join people five days a week in a writing practice and sometimes I paint and sometimes I read and sometimes I write. Right. And um, so, but it's creative for me. And on Saturdays and Sundays, I practically suffocate because I want other people to do with that. It's like, it's become a ritual, Right. but the, the, the business stuff too is another creative practice. It's a total creative practice. Well, that was the thing that, because I remember, um, so this was 2001. This was earlier than, you know, I was, you mm-hmm. know, before 2008, a number of years before mm-hmm. that. And I didn't have a website. It was 2001. And it mm-hmm. was, there was a dot-com crash here in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And, yep. um, and so there was this guy who had been in the dot-com world and he had a, a flyer up on a telephone pole saying he would do websites. So I pulled his little tag and called him. His name was Brad. And um, he did my website for like $350 and he did a Mm -hmm. fabulous job. It was very simple. And Mm -hmm. the thing I really learned in doing that is like, oh, this is really creative. You know, Mm -hmm. it was that thing. Like, this isn't just something I'm going to do that's going to feel tedious. And it's like, no, it was really fun. And so it's bringing that creativity. So, so yeah, when people would ask me what my practices were, so my, so one of my practices, one of my spiritual practices is developing those skills that mm-hmm. I have to work with people and being in that mm-hmm. sacred space and holding space mm-hmm. and going to those depths. So that's a spiritual practice, but the business was also a practice for sure. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it still is, but yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm taking that in from you and I, everything, I call them nourishing practices, but I look at anything that's working in my life. And so mm-hmm. I have psychological practices and I have, a couple of weeks ago, one of my clients who I've known for a long time, um, she comes from the original world that I came from coaching wise. And when I told my membership group that I was going to be closing down the doors, right. she her jaw dropped because yeah, I wasn't yeah. closing it down because it wasn't successful. Right, exactly, right. right <laughs> and right. she and I also said I'm not going to be doing these events and I'm not going to be doing my leadership program, which basically means I was stopping 100% of my revenue. Yep. And she looked at me and she was like, "How in the fuck are you doing this?" And I, I couldn't that whole week I was so grounded and I was like, "I got three things for you." And I said, "You do two of these, but you don't do the third one." And I don't mean that as a judgment, but you want to know how to do it. I said, just like you, I have spent 20 years honing my craft. Right. Just this week, I've listened to four hours of IFS sessions from all different, you know, I just, 
immersing myself in the learning yeah. of the skills and the nuance. And, right. and I said, and I've spent the last 20 years learning sales and marketing and getting up and connecting and marketing and creating so much that it doesn't even feel like I'm selling. Right. So I know I have those schools. And the third thing that I just started a few years ago <laughs> is that every single day I have a parts practice. And I mm-hmm. practice both, you know, in my journal, but I'm also in the car and I notice something happened in my body or my head. And I have a little process that I do with my parts. And I said that I do that every single day. So I'm building muscles that create, <clears throat> that create a result, but you're focusing on the result or worrying about the result instead of just dropping in and, and doing right. the practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, and that's that ex- a whole you know, other Brushing your teeth yeah. is a practice. Putting that's on your right. skincare is a practice. Um, what that's I right. eat is a practice. Uh, the, the things we do in our business and our world is yeah. so by now results oriented. Oh, yeah. I'm, one of my messages, I want to glorify what seems boring. I want to glorify the practice. Mm-hmm. And you do this primarily through the modality of art. But what's interesting to me is your practice of writing is actually what had me by now. Because at the time I called you and had already made the decision, I just needed to know how much it was and where to send the money. Um, (laughs) I remember that. That was a great conversation. And, and, but you were, you weren't even putting images with it. You were just writing conversations mm-hmm. with the brush. There were, there were little short snippets, very similar. Some of yours in your book are longer, but you've done some actually recently in the last couple of days. I've noticed that style and you would just yeah. almost like somebody writes a play and you would write what the student says and you would write right. a response. And, right. and I was able to see your skill through the expression of your mm-hmm. practice of writing in front of people. Yes. And I think people think they need to have a five-step plan or a, a, a content buckets or all these other things. And really, I, I see you doing daily practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a daily practice. That's right. <laughs> it's a daily practice. And again, it's not tedious. It's mm-hmm. fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> you know, I open to what wants to come through me mm-hmm. and trust it. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things. Yeah. The practice is not, for me, not just the behavior, but it's the intention behind it, right? So, just in the same way, like, sometimes we approach mm-hmm. the canvas, I always called it the hate your, I hate my boyfriend phase, like the, the phase <laughs> where you're screaming, fuck you. Right, and I right, noticed right, this yeah. over the last, you know, it's, it's, um, it's been a, not quite a year, almost a year since I finished my book, not quite. Mm-hmm. But of being in that room for three years, and then I have other colleagues that are, you know, publishing their books this year's, and it's been so fun to watch them go through something that I didn't know I was going through. Right. Like the I hate your, you know, like I tried to write, write today and nothing happened. But yeah. the fact that you got to the page with your yes. pen, yes, That's or right. that you got to the canvas mm-hmm. with, you know, my painting practice, um, I know your audio people can't see it, but my, this is as big as my painting practice got today, which was just slapping a little color on my journal. Right. Um, Right. And there's still a little color on the page. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's enough. It's enough. Um, It's enough. And that's enough. I think I'm finding that that's also the way I care for myself in menopause. Mm-hmm. Because my body today is not the same as it was yesterday. 
And right. I don't know right. what right. it will be tomorrow. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that is such a roller coaster. It's a it's uh, being with the they call it the change, and that's no joke yeah. because you are constantly changing and it is constantly changing. And yeah, I mean, that was my experience too. You know, I would try something or take take a supplement or, you know, do a practice or go get acupuncture. And sometimes then it would work beautifully. And then all of a sudden it wasn't working at all. And then I had to kind of find another way, you know? So, yeah. The uncertainty. And I, yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people say, Oh, I'm just looking for clarity. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're looking yeah. for certainty. And there yeah. ain't any. What yeah. wisdom would you give, um, women who are in that perimenopause menopause what mother wisdom would you give them Mm. well i mean to realize that the compassion piece is huge yeah you know the compassion piece piece is huge and to realize that there's nothing wrong i mean this is a process this is a process that's not well supported even now Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think about like you know in more kind of indigenous cultures there would be a lot more recognition that there would there'd be space and time for rest there'd be space and time to kind of move into that elder phase you know and that doesn't happen so to recognize you know to really how do you how do you bring that to yourself so the compassion you know slowing down slowing things down giving yourself space to to rest to mm-hmm. you know not even do anything you know i mean there's some right. wisdom in that i mean um and to recognize that you are going through a seismic shift and it takes a lot mm-hmm. of energy to do that it takes a tremendous amount of energy to do that so you know really you know you, you know take as good of care of yourself as you can yeah and then that is a head-on collision with dirty capitalism well yeah exactly that's exactly right i mean that's again that's a whole other conversation because yes that's what needs to happen and that is not so to recognize that it's harder than it needs to be because of dirty capitalism it's harder than it needs to be because there isn't a lot of societal support you know For women the systems to, don't support. Yeah, the they don't support, don't support it. The systems don't support and it. S- s- I always tell people, I said, listen, I'm not, because some I make up, nobody's ever really said, my husband is like, you've gotten really negative lately. And I'm like, I'm just not bullshitting optimist. I'm a realist with hope. And for me, seeing the yes. systems, right. it is hard. There is grief. But when I can mm-hmm. see how the Legos are built, yeah. then I actually have power not over the system, but I have power to consider the modifications that I want to navigate. Yes. Right. Right. That's right. right. So, yes. That's right. And that's the thing, you know, it's like recognizing that it's, it's hard, not that menopause. I mean, I think that menopause would always be, well, it's, it's a huge change. It's a huge transition, mm-hmm. but if it were supported, it wouldn't be as hard as it is. So, you know, that's, and that's where the dirty capitalism piece comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, the expectation. Well, when you're talking about doing, even when you told me do nothing, and I'm sure when I tell people, I mean, over the last few years, I've created a business where I can create space. And yes. part of that was out of necessity because I get tired of it too. My brain starts working. And um, right. even with my ADD meds, that actually brings amazing, like those are, for me, those really are supportive. And there was one that I was yeah. taking 
all day long. And I was like, I don't need it that long. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's okay for me to take a different one that wears off around 1230 or one, because I'm not going to be working from two. I don't, you know, that's my lay around and do nothing time. Yes. You know, spend excessive amounts of time watching TV and playing candy crush. Those are part of my nourishing practices. I know that some people are, you know, they're running at that Mach 10. I took, I fortunately had some early perimenopause that stuff that required me. I looked, I was helping a client the other day, Chris. I said, yeah. let me pull up this old document. And I pulled up a document from those days when I was kind of sharing a math plan of offerings. And I was like, Do not, let, hold on, let me delete a bunch of these because nobody in their right mind needs this many offerings. It's, it's not smart, <laughs> right? But, right, 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 and, yeah. and so I've been able to ease, I guess if you call firing all your, not firing, but, you know, closing down all your programs and building your roster back up. But I'm I'm chuckling that I'm going back to a simple one-on-one model, which in the online capitalism and coaching world is like, I think it's so funny when people are like, do you want to scale your business? You know, you get all these cold pitches and you're like, why is scale? Yeah. I get the math equation of scale, but But no, I'm unscaling everything. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. And I love math, but math, I call it emotion. You got to have your PL together. I'm big mm-hmm. on that. I, I saw a, a thing. Um, one of my friends pointed it out. Um, and it was, she does these, um, I took a picture of it. I've got to write about it at some point, but it's like, I have a friend that does reviews of intake forms and the bullshit that mm-hmm. people say. And it's not just to tear them down. It's actually really to think about the nuance of your intake. So this person says, you're a fit. It doesn't identify who it is. Says you're a perfect fit to fly, uh, to apply. This is to a high-end sisterhood accelerator. Feeling overwhelmed and unsure of the next step to grow your business to six and seven figures, which is very different. Six figures to seven figures is extremely different. And then it says, you you want to be running your business from your feminine wisdom magic, not your head. And I wanted to scream, you can't get rid of your head too. It's not a business, right? Like So I love the math, but the math fueled by an emotional P&L. Yeah, exactly. And, and it is that thing. It's like, you know, what you're doing is part of that wisdom of menopause, which mm-hmm. is what works for you. You know, so that is the whole thing about really disentangling or disengaging from the dominant culture expectations, you know, like to keep scaling, to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you were like, no, that's not what works for me. And that's part of the thing about becoming crone and the wisdom is listening to yourself. And, you know, and maybe for some women, you know, I mean, for me at that time when I was 55, you know, the expansion, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't, I never scaled in the way that people talk about scaling, but, you know, I was out there in the world in a bigger way. Um, and that really worked for me at that time, you know? Um, but you know, I think for anybody going through this transition, that's part of what you're letting go of is letting go of what, who you think you're supposed to be or who the culture expects you to be or uh, doing it the right way or doing, you know, doing it the the way that everybody else does it. You know, there's a lot of courage that it takes to, um, really choose your own well-being is in in the ways that you can i mean you know i i I get that 
Yeah. The caveat that scale for everybody is not out of alignment. It just wasn't no, in alignment for you or me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right. there, are, there yeah. are certain people that their capacity is able, may, maybe they're able to. So one of the things I really practiced with was having help. And Amber did so much for me. She could do the physical task, but that didn't stop yeah. the weight of scale on my mental load, right. which is That's my right. responsibility. That's right. And exactly. so, right. Yeah. right. So right. I do, I do, I don't want to be bashing. Not no, that no, you no, are, I don't. but I, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, for some all, people, saying, it's going to yeah. be different, but yeah, yeah. Mental load. Yeah. I, that's the other thing. I don't, I don't know as I talk to my clients, especially who are all pretty high achievers, they're implementers, they're doers, uh, they're visionary, they're intuitive, they care, they do have aspirations and, uh, some of their thinking is, am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it wrong? And I, I do right. think there is a buildup of the, the expectations, even right. in those of us who thought we were being authentic. That's how deep right, right, those right. expectations go so deep. It goes so deep. Yeah. So deep. It goes so deep. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. So and that's why deep. it's a constant, you know, it doesn't end, you know, I mean. Well, and then the people pleasing of when you start to yeah. gently deconstruct and, and literally deconstruct the knots that you've built up, then there's right. all the people pleasing and boundaries. Yes, yes. And, right. And and boundaries aren't just a thing we put out there, like to be able to, to be a boundary is an yeah. inner work process. Right, right, right. To be a boundary. I love that. <clears throat> I love but that. The acknowledgement. Yeah. And I remember when you, when I talked to you that day and the compassion, so you just said that the compassion that you gave me was a reminder of what you just said, the compassion, because my brain showed up, go, what am I doing wrong? Is there something wrong with you? Exactly. It's not well supported compassion. And then I, I can almost feel when you told me, you said, you said, I asked for advice. You didn't offer it unsolicited. And you said, do as little as you can for the next year at least. Yeah, right. And, right. you know, my decisions weren't cognitive. Recent business decisions weren't cognitively about that. They were, there were some more emotional stuff that happened to fit it. But right. I remember my body going, like my, my soul going, that feels so nourishing. And my muscle memory going, we can't fucking do that. Right, right. Like, and so there's gonna be when, when those of us are in it that when we approach this new idea of doing less, but Mm -hmm. the other thing we have at this age of 50 to 55 is we have time on task and we don't realize how efficient. Yes. So like you said, when you came online, yeah. and yes, you were in zest, but even if you're not in zest, you're probably way more efficient and oh, way yeah. more successful oh, yeah. and credible yes. than you give yourself for mm-hmm. if you've been practicing That's right. these skills. That's right. Exactly. Your brain right. is, in the same way my brain still thinks I'm 20 years old, um, my brain has also been practicing these things. So That's I, right. I don't know if That's that right. makes any well, sense. Well, it's but, that mastery. No, that makes total sense. Well, it's the mastery thing i mean you really step into a certain level of mastery you know and you can bring that to so many different things that you're doing and we can shed the bullshit the expectations then there is that's what i'm actually finding is that there actually is capacity but i'm not trying to and i'm talking subconscious 
Listen, yes. there is no day that I woke up and said, how can I make everybody but myself happy? That was never yeah. my MO, but it was, no, it was no, those yeah. coping skills. Yeah. But I do right. remember following my irritation. And I'm like, why am I irritated? Oh, because yeah. I've set this up and this is the result I'm getting, not because of the people. And right. what do I want? Irritation shows me what I want. What I want is my work to be valued. That's right. when I'm energized. Right. Oh, right. let's re- recreate this. That's right. And by That's the way, right. you have the skills to do it. And it is less work and just as much money, if not more, maybe I know promises for you. But if we would trust mm-hmm. the mastery that we've earned. Yes. That's right. That's right. It won't yeah. be as hard to do very little and make just as much. Exactly. But that's the thing. That is the thing. I mean, that is the thing. But we I need mentors experience. like you showing up with compassion and going, oh, yes, here you are. Welcome. This is yeah. normal. It's normal. I know yeah. it feels, I mean, I remember you saying, I know, like the, the, just the empathy and understanding. Yes, it does feel crazy making and, and, we're, I think that's what we're, you're talking about what we miss in the indigenous. Yes. In the indigenous traditions, um, you know, we don't have a red tent. Uh, I remember asking my mom and my mom is so sweet. My mom's like, yeah, I had four kids and it was really easy. And I don't really remember my menopause. It must've been easy. And I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, I love you, mom, if you're watching and you probably are, and I'm glad you have good memories, but my real life experience is different than your memories. And I get that. Um, Mm -hmm. Why would we want to remember some of that hard stuff? But yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, Anything else that's coming up for you? See if I had any other words written down. I wrote down creative restoration. I will say that you realize your legacy lives through me, even though I haven't, I've I did many retreats, yes. but yes, it's yes, so I fun. Like, yeah. I, it's so fun to watch people that have come to my various painting retreats that are now doing their own or that are now, I have one woman that does like, she sold actually sold her first $10,000 painting and she used to be in wow. project management. Oh and then she so takes, yeah. She takes her version of expressive arts. Um, she has a, an art degree, but she takes it into like the CEOs of L'Oreal and does creative workshops with CEOs and stuff. It's really, nice. it's, it's yeah. so, so it's fun. Cause every once in a while I'm like, Oh, I'm not in the studio anymore. And I'm like, my studio mm-hmm. just looks, look, my, my paint supplies are words right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, they had to be, to be able to write that book. And, but the, Creative the creative act restores the soul. Yep. And I think I think it's interesting that I saw in your bio you said, you know, I wasn't always I don't can't remember the word you used, and it probably matters. You didn't consider yourself creative. Right. And I think people have an identity that if they're not making art, they're not creative. And I will argue to the death about that. Yes, of course. Yes. Because creativity. <laughs> yes, that's right. Right, right, right. You and I both know but that. Anything yeah. you want to say about um, cr- creative practice? Do it. In these regards. <laughs> do it. And, and do it with Chris. I always tell people, yeah. I was like, get thee to Chris Seidel's yeah. classes. Get thee to her training program. Even if you don't mm. need the training program, there's yeah. something about yeah. the circle yeah. of people mm-hmm. over time. And um, I know Leslie um, 
Leslie, yeah, Leslie came yes. and she came and um oh yeah she she came and facilitated with me she is so good and she creates yeah. art all the time too so yeah. it's fun to kind of see um and you and I both don't have children I yeah, have I have right. bonus kids but right like yeah, so right. our business is an entity that is also mm-hmm. nurture it's, it's a child like oh, absolutely, a, a absolutely. well right. yeah well yeah. Well, you think about children as a creation, you know, like, a, I mean, yes. when people have children, it's a creative act. And yeah. So, yeah. Instead of having children, because I was the eldest of eight and I was like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Um, did that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, this whole business thing was, you know, a always has been and still is a creative act. Yeah. And the work is that. Yeah. Okay, your your book is Conversations with the Brush. So for those of you listening, I'm holding the book up. We'll put the book in the show notes. But Wisdom Tales from the Heart. In, from the, what, wisdom what Tales from the Intuitive Painting Heart. Yes. I, my, I have my computer glasses on, not my reading yeah, that's glasses. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, right. um, it, it literally is conversations. And then you also have some beautiful prompts in there. Also, next to my desk is um, oh, the cards. Your, your cards. And I don't know <laughs> yes. if you sell those on your I website. Do. Oh, yeah, they're on the but website. You, can get you, them, can, yeah. you know, if I'm sitting here at the blank page and I'm overwhelmed by it, you can pull a card and it says, try painting with a bigger brush, right? It just gives you little mm-hmm. prompts to get you going, which yes. I think is, you know, it's all process-based. And you really did teach me. I'm, I'm still profoundly moved by the fact that in working with you, we used poster paper mm-hmm. because yeah. in the end, we threw the end result away. I mean, we could right. keep it if we want to, but ultimately right. mine have all gone in the trash Right. to, to represent that the value is in the process, not the product. That's right. That's right. Exactly. It was hard for me to let go, but I've become a full on process everybody. person. Yay. Your Yay. website is creative juices arts. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. What, or is there anything you're offering right now? What, what is, if somebody wants to come spend time in your amazing, magical, but also mm. so fucking grounded. Like y'all, y'all realize there are very few mystics out there that are also human. Mm. And I, I have, I have a bee in my bonnet because I use spirituality to bypass, but your feet are on the fucking ground of living mm. this wild edge. Of- mm. Thanks. Darla. I'm using spirituality yeah. to escape, yeah. which yeah. you yeah. put out there. And Thanks. so you, you're really both in there. Mm. What are you on right now? Well, I have an ongoing thing, which is every month I, um, I have um, weekly painting classes and there's usually some openings for new people. I mean, a lot of people that come to those classes stay month after month, after month, after month, Mm -hmm. and you know, they don't ever want to leave, but you know, there's always some openings in those. And so every, at the beginning of every month, there's always, so you just sign up for my newsletter that you can um, get on the newsletter. And then that will tell you when the next round is going to happen. So that's, you know, I have a teacher training program, but that's started already. So I'm not really, you know, yeah, there'll say be that, another that one next year. By May. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, are you so doing any one-off retreats or? Um, well, they're all filling in-house. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I don't, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. I don't have a lot to market right now. So I have my book, I have yeah. the cards, you know, and the classes are, you know, there are openings in those. Yeah. So, yeah. And follow yeah. her on Facebook. She writes every single day and shares. Mm-hmm. And I've actually caught a few glimpses. You don't share your personal painting practice. Like your, you don't share visuals yeah. of your Not painting. And once mm-hmm. in a while, it's never yours. I was going to say, no. every once in a while I've seen, okay. 
Yeah, um, yeah that's I, a whole I, thing. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want I don't want I people feeling that. that this is the way that they have to do it. You know, which it, is exactly yeah. because yeah. you're you're valuing the process, not the end result. Bingo, so, bingo. Yes, right. And so there's there's no like, oh, I'm not painting like Chris. Like Chris. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. it's not right. about yeah. 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 And it's and it doesn't have to be, I mean, your work is through the modality of the brush and the paints and the supplies and the paper and the container. Um, yes. you know, right. somebody else's might be cooking or music or right. I you know, right. I, ha- I have a client that her creative time is her nature walk every single morning. Right. And, exactly. Right. That's right. You know, um those kind of things and um then just the gentleness with the discomfort in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what you gave mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody had ever done that before. And I pulled that oh. thread and now I'm living it and teaching it. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm proud of the art moving on, but if I could, yeah. if I had to pick one, I would pick the compassion and gentleness mm-hmm. with the uncomfortable mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love that. That's, that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty much it. Underline. Yes. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming. And if you ever do put together some kind of, um, crone wisdom cohort. Mm-hmm. I the other thing I hear, I heard it today already from somebody I just met, is the loneliness yes. in this space yes. and right. um, the the loneliness of. And I will say, so like your people that come back, you know, Bill looked at me the day after I published my book and I come into my office and he goes, what are you doing? And I was like, writing practice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you just published your book. And I'm like, mm-hmm. writing practice. Right. And that's right. writing yeah. practice is about the practice, but it's also about the co-regulation with other people on a creative that's right. living journey. That's right. And so, yeah, if you ever do one of those for us menopausal ladies. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually putting something together. So you'll be, you'll Good. be the first to know. Great. <laughs> I always Thanks, have right? ideas for other people's businesses that I, I have know, no energy it, to implement. No, 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 but, but no, I had been thinking about that before you asked me about it. So, yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for spending time. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll put all of Kritz's information in the show notes on the podcast and um, Creative Juices Arts. Creative Juices Arts, not juice. Creative Creative Juices Juices Arts. S S and Arts with an S. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chris Seidel on, you you work mostly under your Facebook profile. You don't have a page page. No, I don't have a page page. Yeah, I just have Chris Seidel. So you don't have to find her quester. Just follow her. You probably should be able to follow her and see her stuff you don't yeah. have to bombard her if for some reason you do send her a friend request introduce yourself to her and say i mm-hmm. heard you on allison's show or podcast or something she may or may not accept mm-hmm. but yeah you know I, that's a yeah. that's a thing so um, yeah, thank you honey thing. yeah Thanks, i'm gonna love. hit in broadcast so and then say Mwah. Okay. thank you i'll see so you much soon love. bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs>